Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence and your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast Salon, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online with their new online store at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, We are coming into the second new moon in Aries. You know, when they say there's 13 moons, new moons in the year, well, this is where that 13th moon kind of slips itself in. So it's kind of, to me, like a a gateway, like a little warp of energy. We already had the new moon in Aries start the spring, and now it's like, oh, here it comes again. So it's like this little energy of a reset, and it also opens up the eclipses, and it eclipses our portal of energies. You know, it's like anything could happen, anything's possible. So it almost feels like coming into this next new moon, next Wednesday night, Thursday, 19th, 20th, it is a time to take all these things we've been talking about, looking at where you're holding yourself back, look at the fear that's showing up in your life, Where are you right now on your path? Are you happy? And then kind of doing like a little reset with yourself. You ever do that where you kind of just like go, okay, shake or, you know, sometimes it hits me in the neck where I turn too fast and it's like a reset of energy. That's kind of what this is about. It's very supercharged and it's in Aries and Aries is that fire in the Empowered Spirit Tarot deck, I use the element of fire to represent the wands in the traditional deck. But fire is that element that hits into your purpose and your spirit and opens up that inspired action that you feel and that you want to take, that your soul purpose brings in. So this Aries new moon and it's a solar eclipse, it is a gateway to a new reality if that's what you want. Doors will open when you're aware and looking for them new opportunities, new pathways. You can create this for you, especially those new pathways. I mean, we talked about it last week with the wildflower. You don't have to stay on the pavement in the way it's laid out right now. It is a time to figure out what that seed is you. You've already got that. Nobody's going to take that away from you. But how do you want that seed to bloom? How do you want it to bloom? Yeah, I know there's all these responsibilities and we're taught A, B, C, D, and then maybe we'll get to E, F, G. I don't know. I kind of gave it up. And yeah, sometimes I struggle, you know, trying to do it all, be a small business owner. Am I going to make it? That kind of struggle of the mind mostly. But there is something to be said about going deeper and deeper and looking for that purpose. And why? I don't know why. My soul is traveling right now. And in this lifetime, this is my purpose to learn more, to grow more. And I did take a, I did take a vow to humanity, 9-11, living in New York to raise the consciousness. So yeah, you know, like I am there for it. I am there for it to help people really recognize the lives we're living, how we're living on earth, 
Are you sustainable? Are you not? Where are you spending your money? Where are you saving your money? Where are you not making your money? And all of this energy is really coming around when we come into this next eclipse and opens the doorway to the, the next round of energy. You know, and Aries is that fire sign. And, you know, it, it also, too, comes with a little bit of a warning, right? I know I talk about courage, do it, do it, do it, but too much fire. <laughs> and I have a lot of fire in my charts, but too much fire, you know, will put you out of balance. It'll create a fire bigger than you want. You know, it can lead to anger and attacks and destruction, right? Being too impulsive. So you do have to pull back and you do have to align. You know what? That's what the eclipses are about. They align with the nodes, the sun and the moon, and the planets of where we are in humanity and space on earth right now. And so you could do the same too, working with your energy body, right? They don't teach us that in school. It's like, just look at the mind. And now they've been talking about the emotions. And of course we work out with the physical body, but what about that energetic body that connects to the spirit? And that's really a lot of what's going on right now. People are searching. I'll tell you another thing, and this is personal vulnerability here. Okay, so what? <laughs> uh, I've been feeling lonely. And I have never, not never, but I think for the most part, I can't really say I, I have this emotion. Like I'm always busy. I always got my crafts. I'm taking care of my children. Then I was with my parents and a partner. And now it's kind of like back to me. <laughs> it's just me. Right? My children are doing great. Yeah, they call. They love on me. You know, they're there for me. But my parents are gone. My partner's gone. I'm searching for that new path. And I've been feeling this emotion. Of course, my teacher's like, well, when you start to uncover everything and let go of some of the vices, which I've been doing, changing habits, letting go of the vices. And, you know, I'm recognizing I'm not the only one feeling this loneliness right now. I'm not the only one going deeper and trying to find new ways and there is a sense of loneliness. Some of the fear has subsided, I think, in terms of that COVID fear that we had. And then we went into some of the mental health. And I think some of that is leading to a little bit of a feeling still somewhat of isolation, but also the loneliness. And so, yeah, when we do start to give up our vices, we do have to replace them. And as I, you know, let go of the vices, that means what I'm going to do. I'm going to create some new good habits, quote unquote, good habits. But, you know, change up my routine and taking saunas at night now to relax at the end of the day. Instead of trying to force everything in the morning, you know, I'm best in the morning, but there's only so many hours in the morning, right? But I think that it is important to change up our practices and to really notice where we are. And right now with these cosmic forces, and I'm not saying you got to live your life by the cosmic forces, although I feel it. So yeah, why not? Right. But when we work with the energies around us and when our energy body, those vibration, those frequencies are aligned, we can flow through life with a much easier grace, grace and feeling the faith that you have grace and feeling your path, grace and making changes. And so there are so many ways to do this and so many more modalities out there that are coming forward all the time. So in today's episode, I'm actually going to talk about music again, because this is one of the things I changed up for me. I changed it up at night before going to bed. I like to listen to music. And so I found this music with David and Steve Gordon, some of their binaural beats that was really helping me. But I'm kind of the one that like keeps it playing all night, just has it running through the house. And you hear the birds and I'd wake up and I share this on the episode of how I'd wake up and how it'd make me feel. But I think it's things like this that can help you to shift patterns and shift the way in which you are dealing with your stress hearing sounds and connecting with Mother Earth and natural vibrations of energy and opening up. Like, you know, we talk about an intuition, the audience, the ability to receive messages 
through sound, through hearing, through listening, and allowing you even to open up that fifth chakra. I know that's part of it too, speaking your truth more and more. So yeah, I'm very excited to bring this episode forward, but I did want to just say that if you do feel you need some help, you need to re-evaluate your path. Last week, we talked about rewilding. And right now I'm looking at the whole idea of like spiritual makeovers right now, like reevaluate your spiritual practice. What are you doing? What's working? What's not? What modalities do you have that you're not even using? Schedule a call and let's see what we can do to get you really kind of back on track. I do have some new spots opening up in my Empowered Spirit private mentoring. They don't come up very often, but right now I do. And let's chat and let's see what we can do to really help you find that path that may not be the straightest path right now. It might be a nice, beautiful curve of grace that can lead you more and more in touch with your soul and with Mother Earth. Check it out. Links are in the bio. So today, I am just really gushing again. Yes, I am gushing again. And bringing this guest forward. So I just trying to pull my thoughts together here. But, you know, music, sound, vibration is such a great modality for healing. I've been studying sound therapy for a while. I was fortunate to live in New York City and study at the Open Center. God bless them and all that I learned. And I think something maybe you may even take for granted is something unusual that I really kind of learned about my guest today, Steve Gordon from David and Steve Gordon, and how their inspiration of music came forward to bring the healing sounds of Mother Nature into a LA studio. I think that's where they're from. Although their company is Sequoia Records because they were so inspired being out in the earth. Yeah. And bringing this forward, like they were the first ones to start bringing this forward and bringing it. And I do share a a story in the podcast about my first encounter with them and listening to the music and over and over and over. And it was cassette format. But they're so inspirational in what they're doing now and how they're using the idea of of really like all of the instruments of the world, all of the drums, all of the flutes. And I actually did mistake them for being Native American. Their music sounds like Native American, but it's actually Native American inspired spirituality. I love that. And so we do get into talking about that. And it is a beautiful podcast talking about everybody's path is their own. And how you choose to find peace and serenity and spend your day and spend your hours is your own. And I love one of the things they were talking about, like it can be a choice for you to be quiet, to have blasting music, and to even find that inspiration. And so, yeah, we we even talk about it. Like you can, you know, come in, turn the TV on. Actually, we didn't say that, but you can come in and, you know, be listening to nothing or put on some beautiful inspirational music of Mother Earth, the sounds, the beats, and feel that connection with the earth from all over, from all over the world, and feel that healing light coming in for you that connects each and every one of us. So yeah, I'm very excited to talk about this today with my guest, Steve Gordon. We do obviously talk about music, but we also talk about the sacred instruments, global shamanic culture, binaural beats, intentions, and the beautiful healing power that music can offer. But before we begin, Let's take a moment to pause and just center, take a breath, and set an intention for where you are right now. Mm -hmm. 
So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale, bringing the breath up the body. And exhale, bringing that breath all the way back down. Inhaling, expanding your breath. And exhale, releasing out, letting go, calling all your energy back into you. Inhaling and exhaling, calling in your spirit. Feel the alignment of your spirit right on top of the physical body. Taking another deep inhale and exhale, dropping right into the heart, right into the deepest part. Feel that connection of your spirit and the greater spirit. Know that you are known, know that you are loved and protected. Feeling all this energy coming in around you as you take a moment to pause, to notice your path on this great wheel of life. Here we are in this hemisphere in the season of spring as I teach in the medicine wheel in the direction of the east where the sun rises each and every day. Taking a moment and see yourself standing, facing the sun, feeling that renewed faith of your spirit guiding you along your path, calling in these directions for guidance to the east, the south, the west, and the north, above you, below you, right into the very center of your heart, setting an intention for your path. Allow yourself to see and hear and feel and know this intention for you. And allow those elevated emotions to radiate out all around you. Taking another deep inhale and exhale. Breathing all the way down, centering, feeling the focus of your third eye center, calming, focusing, and as you're ready, blinking the eyes open, coming back. My guest today is Steve Gordon. Along with his brother, David Gordon, they are considered to be innovators in the music industry. Over the course of their 30-year career, they have been consistently pushing the boundaries of musical styles, and their albums have been pivotal in shaping the changing landscape of ambient music, world music, and chill-out electronica. Both David and Steve are award-winning producers as well as composers, classically trained instrumentalists, and the founders of Sequoia Records, which they have molded into a world-class record label since its inception 26 years ago. 
Inspired by the tranquility of Sequoia National Park, David and Steve began a pioneering force, New Age Music, by using nature sounds as part of a musical composition to create nature music, a novel approach that had not been accomplished prior. David and Steve's drum music albums, with their juxtaposition of earthy Native American rhythms and modern elements like guitar, keyboards, and chill-out electronica, have defined world music and continually taken the concepts to new heights. Their album, Sacred Earth Drums, features an organic fusion of modern and ancient sensibilities and was a number one best-selling title for over two years following its release. Successive releases have continued to receive accolades, including Sacred Spirit Drums. The Gordons collaborated with Richard Merrill, research director of Songrest, one of the leading experts in the fields of brainwave research. They teamed up to create the most advanced and effective binaural beats music possible. Their new series of binaural beats music also includes isochronic tones in a new way, which makes the use of headphones optional. This is a new breakthrough in brainwave music, only available in this new series from David and Steve Gordon's Binaural Beats Research. So let us welcome Steve to the show. Welcome, Steve. Welcome. Nice to be here. Yeah, I am so excited to have you. As I was saying before I hit record, I'm gushing. I'm such a fan. And I have to tell you, I heard your music so long ago. I was newly divorced. I was on my own. I had two small children. We had friends in Georgian Bay up in Canada, and I was just coming back, and we had spent the night at Niagara Falls. So I picked up your Sacred Earth Drum, promise you it was in a cassette format, and I listened to that the entire way home from Niagara Falls. I was living in Port Washington, New York at the time. I think my children slept. They didn't argue. I remember that. And it was just like the most peaceful drive home over and over and over and just feeling that energy and listening to the music. And that's how I first was introduced to your music all those many years ago. Yeah. So thank you. Thank you for being here today. Right. A lot of our music um, in the 80s, we started in the, 1982. And for the first 10 years, a lot of it was on cassette. And then we started doing more CDs as they became more popular. But yes, uh, for a long period, the 80s and 90s, 2000s, a lot of people found our music at places like Niagara Falls or other national parks, the Grand Canyon, these types of places, gift stores, trading posts, places like that. Trading posts. Yeah. Yeah. So what led you and your brother to play Native American music? Is that it's your heritage? You picked it up, you heard it, you listened. What led you to play that type of music? We don't refer to our own music as Native American music. We're we're not Native okay. American, so we would never do that. What we have done is um, after about 10 years of doing ambient meditation music in the, at the beginning, in, when the 90s started, we learned how to play African drums and also Native American drums. And we started picking up Native flutes, not just Native American flutes, but other kinds of flutes as well, like bamboo flute. And we started combining all these things into sort of a a blend of world-influenced music. And we started releasing albums like Sacred Earth Drums. we do we do have some Native American in, imagery, and there's a lot of Native American type spirituality suggested with those albums. 
but to us we were thinking of it more in terms of like a global shamanic culture that whether it's native american culture or uh, mexican shamanic culture or african shamanic it's uh, asian um you know it, it there is a tradition let's say of shamanism and it's not limited to just native americans and we were interested in all of that and we had read a uh, way of the shaman by michael harner and um, we also loved the book path of power by sunbear and so we read a lot of things um having said that we were we really felt connected to native american spirituality very much so and i think one of the reasons is uh we found our connection to music through being in nature and since we grew up in los angeles we were near a lot of deserts and we would go to the deserts and we would feel a connection to the earth and to the sky and when we started you know reading about native american spirituality we were also we felt like we were experiencing it just on our own just you know and one of one of the things that i like to think about is um that both of us were born here in this land the southwest and we feel that anyone who's born in the southwest or in the mountains or has gone to the mountains we all sort of have a, as our birthright um to be connected to that and um that is something that we put into our music so whether we were playing a native american flute or a bamboo flute from india or playing a drum from Africa, which even though sacred earth drums and albums like that have Native American spirituality imagery on them, if you listen to it and you look at the instrument list, there's music, there's instruments from all around the world, particularly African. So for us, it was a connection to a, to a global shamanic culture. Which is so timely right now. And it all sounds, I mean, the sounds come through. And I think like even just in that drive, I described back, like that's what I'm feeling. I'm hearing that rhythmic tone and I'm listening to the sounds. And and yeah, and I probably, although I have heard a red cedar flute, uh, you know, I guess for me to really sit down, which is probably a good thing to do is sit down and try to decipher those. But those sounds just come in and the healing is written in there. And yeah, I guess too, because I love nature myself. And so sometimes just sitting there and closing the eyes, which is kind of what I was saying I was doing with some of the music you're playing out today, like the sleep music. I'm waking up in the night because it's playing and going, where am I? Where am I? This piece, these sounds, you know? And I think that world influence music idea, I think it's just like, it, it's so needed right now so that all of us can hear all of these different sounds coming together in a beautiful, beautiful harmonic way that creates music. Yeah. Yes. And I, I, I really believe in the idea of there's, there should be nothing between you and your experience of spirituality. So when you go into 
uh, nature and you feel that feeling of centeredness and you feel that peace of mind, that's your experience. And that is um, a sacred thing to me that you can experience that. You can also experience it just by going in a room and closing your eyes and meditating. However, it's a lot more difficult and take can take years to feel it instead of just a lot of the chaos that's in your mind. <laughs> but um <laughs> but if you practice if you have a meditation practice, you can get to that same place. You can. And coming out of music, like coming out of sound bowls, coming out of rhythm, then when it goes quiet, I mean, like that is just like such a beautiful part of the music too. But I do love it. And I do love the way you describe that. And I guess I made the assumption, you know, oh, yeah, I saw the cover. And yeah, it was. And I know a lot of the ceremonies I do and just sitting around a fire circle. And and that is the comfort that the music brings to me. And just being in meditation, it does takes me out, you know, yeah, I, that has the ability to transform us to that place where we can be free. And, you know, what you also said, too, about it being an individual, a personal feeling, it's like sound is healing. You know, the music is healing. It becomes part of that healing journey. And that is very personal as well. I mean, we all know this. When we listen to music, different sounds are going to remind us of different things. Different songs bring up memories. It hits in that part of the brain that is so healing. When David and I first started playing this type of music back in 1982 we were seeking our own inner peace from living lives as very hectic la session musicians and not having any inner peace mm. um, and we would go up into the mountains in the sequoia national park which is why our company is called sequoia records um, and we'd sit by a stream and we were in a meditation we'd meditate and after having some experiences up like that up in the mountains, we started having discussions about, well, what would it be like to record some of these sounds and bring them to our studio in L.A.? And would it be possible to convey this sense of what we feel right now, feeling peaceful in nature, so that people who aren't don't have a chance to get out here can get the benefit of that as well? Um, and that really was the inspiration for us to make this kind of music was the idea of sharing that experience of feeling peaceful and serene in nature. That was really our our mission. And it's funny how after 40 years of making all different kinds of music um, for us, we see a common thread through all the music that we've done, all the different styles of this idea. And it still is our mission as of now, same mission. You know, over the years, we've done many kinds of music. We, we did many years of ambient meditation music. Then we did many years of world, we call it sort of world fusion music, bringing in all different cultures. And then after that, we got into um, doing down-tempo electronica, which is music that you can hear on some of our albums, like the Buddha Lounge series that we produced with other artists. Some of our own albums, like Nirvana Groove and Yoga Planet, which bring in some... Yes, we have a Tarotsky. 
you do all these different things, whatever we happen to be into at the moment. And then it kind of led us to the Bernal Beats, which um, uh, we did for a couple of years. And we have a, a number of albums out with Bernal Beats. And, and really the, the Bernal Beat technology is just a way that you can enhance the relaxation quality and the meditative quality of meditation music by putting in these beats um it can it can have this effect of making it easier to meditate because the binaural beats can actually trigger something in your brain that the part of your nervous system that helps you to relax so um we got into that and we we teamed up with someone who was an expert in it and we did, we did all that and now we're doing some new projects and our new projects are sort of returning full circle to sort of where we started out of more simple music for acoustic instruments like guitar and acoustic piano and native flutes. And that's a project we're currently working on right now. Hmm. And we're really enjoying that. Um, there's also some keyboards in there too. And um, the new release that'll be coming out in about a month and a half is called Reiki Radiance. And um, it has uh, two brand new songs on it with some songs from some of our other artists. And uh, the music is, is the songs are sounding really good. They're just about done now. And these will be the first songs since we both moved and built new recording studios. So we're very excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah, for sure. So that the binaural beats, I, I do have a couple of questions. Um, I find it very fascinating and I find the way in which it works with the brain, because that's kind of what you're talking about, right? It helps us to get into the the parasympathetic, which helps us to relax. So is that also a part of the recording features? I was thinking that like at my chiropractor's office, you would have to wear the earphones. Has some of that technology opened up a little bit? Yeah. So when we made our binaural beats series um, with albums such as Quantum Theta Waves, at the beginning, we were listening to everyone else's um everyone else's albums and in order for you to get the the relaxing effect of the binaural beats you'd have to listen on headphones and even to this day if you if you go and you seek out binaural beats music that's true of all of it that you will find except for ours because we teamed up with uh richard merrill of song rest and um He's one of the foremost researchers in binaural beats. And we collaborated with him and we said, Richard, you know, let's figure out a way to do this where we can get the effect with speakers without having to put on headphones because people are too busy. They can't necessarily sit with the headphones and listen that way. And so we worked with him. We, de we developed a new type of binaural beats technology with Richard Merrill that, um, enabled us to have the brain hear the binaural beats even if you're listening to speakers and another improvement we did was that if you listen to a lot of the other binaural beats music that's out there 
you can hear the binaural beats. You can hear the signal, which is sort of like a high pitch sound that's sort of like, and um, you can hear that pulse. Like, and to us, you know, that, that as musicians, we really didn't like the idea of releasing music that has this, let's face it, it's an annoying sound in the music. Okay. And we didn't like the idea of putting that sound in our music. So again, we teamed up with Richard and we said, what can we do? And we developed a technology with him that basically, if you think about the sound volume that you hear the music at, we created this technology where we used, we found some software that enabled us to bury the, the, um, the sound level to, to put the sound level of the binaural signal just below the sound level of the music. So you can't just barely hear it. You can hear it on our uh, uh, recordings, but only if you really listen for it. And one of, one of the um, problems we had to overcome with that is if music is dynamic, it has parts where it's loud and parts where it's quiet. So if you just, take the music and you just turn it down. If you just take the binaural beat signal and you just turn it down so that it's lower than the music, then when the music goes to a very quiet passage, it will get loud and you'll hear it again. Or if it goes to a loud passage, it'll be completely buried. And um, the truth is, you know, I don't know what other people are saying about binaural beats, but you cannot be beneficially affected by something your brain cannot perceive. So your brain has to hear it at least to some extent. So we found a way to use software to keep the level of the binaural beat just barely at the level of perception. And it follows the, the dynamic level volume of the music. So if the music goes up, it goes up. And if the music goes down, it goes down. And it just follows that volume level of the music as it goes up and down. And that those, that's another thing which um, we did in our binaural beat music that we had never seen anyone else do. Yeah, I followed you on that, actually. I, I do some editing and I understand ducking and understand some of the editing. So I followed you on that. But I do find it fascinating. And I find it fascinating because you break it down into its smallest form, into the particle, right? We are but particles. We are but energy. And so I love, the too, that like with your music, you have some for sleep or relaxation. Then you have some for focus and some for concentration. But I do find it quite fascinating and all that sound is coming forward with it as well. I play the sound bowls and love the way in which I can, you know, work with that. And then after my podcast with Ashana, learning like there's a music form to that as well, which I only knew a little bit, but I knew a little bit. But I am very sensitive to how we do play the sounds and how we do work with healing of the body. So, yeah, thank you for that explanation. And that's fascinating that y'all were able to do this research and bring this into your music. Yeah. I think intention is the the sort of the through line from all the different ways you use the music. So, for example, you could have music which is very, very serene, and you'll get that intention from that of, oh, I know what I need to do right now. I need to relax. 
But when you're dealing with music that's more upbeat, which we started doing after about 10 years of the, the relaxing, relaxing music, you could make music which is that you could even dance to. And some of our dance music, our, our, our world music, you can dance to it with the drums. But we're still doing it with this, this intention to help the person who's listening feel centered, to feel the earth below them, to feel connected to the sky and to their to their inner self. So that intention, we believe, can sort of enable you to do so many different styles of music with the same effect, if that makes sense. Hmm, interesting, yeah. Yeah, you know, I used to listen to just regular folk music, blues music, all kinds of music. I worked in jewelry. We always had music on. And then I went through some major changes in my life and started doing yoga classes and started listening to more of the world music and a lot of the Kundalini artists and chants like that and chanting a lot. And my music kind of shifted. And then now it's like reopening back up to some of the people I had forgotten about, you know, pre that. And it's like, where, where is that? You know, I still teach yoga classes. I do a lot of restorative yoga. And so finding the right things but i think there is something to be said about the way in which you know the sounds come together and the deep relaxation that the brain does versus just music that's background i don't know if i'm making my point either but but i do feel there is a big huge difference in the way in which your music is listened yeah. to and again part of it's like like i said like i wake up and i'm like in the middle of the night because it's still playing it's like where am i and i just feel so much of that heaven so i do think there is a lot to be said in the healing properties of music and the music that you're putting out and again going back to what you even said about world influence music like it's something we all need and i think that's how we can broaden our horizons right now and understand more and more of the sounds and the messages coming forward and returning back to nature as well. So I love that. And I love what Absolutely. you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's all about to us. It's all about intention. If, if, if your intention is to be healing, to help people to connect with their uh, authentic selves and to, to really um, be in harmony with the world, with the planet if that's your intention, you can do that no matter what style of music you're doing. And um, that's that's been the way that we think about what we do as we go through phases of being into drum music or being into meditation music or being into more acoustic instruments, which we're doing right now. Uh, we, we're going to be doing sort of a Celtic folk uh, album, but but whatever you do, if you're doing it to really heal and to um, uplift, that will come through in different ways depending on what style you're doing. But it will, people will feel it. We believe. Yeah, I'm right there with you with your intention for how you're putting music out there for sure. Yeah, I can appreciate that uh, 100%. So you mentioned your new project. Did you say Reiki Radiance? Yes, Reiki Radiance. Reiki Radiance, yeah. That'll be, that'll be uh, coming out towards uh, the end of April. And if people want to know when we have new music coming out or just to listen to our music uh, right now, all you have to do is just search on Dave and Steve Gordon in whatever 
music service you listen to, whether it's Apple or Amazon or um, Spotify, all you have to do is just type in David and Steve Gordon. In, in fact, you can just type in David and Steve and our music will come up because we're the only David and Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yay. Well, that's awesome for you guys. And you do have a website. SequoiaRecords.com. But really, if people want to find us online, again, all they have to do if they're at their computer or on their phone, even if they're not in a music service or just on Google, they can just type in David and Steve. And Google will show you our music. And I will say, too, that I have appreciated following you on Instagram. You know, check it out on Instagram because you do talk about like different sounds you're coming up with and you show yourself playing some of the flutes and some of the music. So you are fun to follow. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for mentioning in our social media because we, if people are interested, um, yeah, come and join us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us. We have all kinds of videos. Every week we're uploading videos of us playing music in the studio or talking about our music. And um, we welcome you to come and join us. And uh, we also respond to our messages as well. Nice. Yeah, you guys responded to me. I appreciate that. So, Steve, I know we have kind of said this, but as we go to close the show, I'd like to come back and ask, how do you feel that really the mission and the intention of your work right now helps to empower the spirit. That is our mission to do that, particularly nowadays where, where people are being pulled towards directions which can make you feel disconnected from yourself. So in an environment uh, where our evolution towards enlightenment sometimes doesn't go, sometimes things aren't a straight line and sometimes we go forward, sometimes we go back. Maybe we're in a period now where we're being pulled back a little bit. And it's during those times that we need this kind of music more than ever. Because ultimately, we're not going to have a better planet. We're not going to have a healthier planet. And people will not go to the place that they wish for themselves and their children or whatever without some connection to their inner self and to their own truth. And we hope that our music can do that for people. We get a lot of letters and emails from people saying that it does. So that's incredibly fulfilling for us. Yeah, to take that place, to move it that much, and really just to help that freedom of the physical angst, like releasing from the body and feeling that peace and that awareness. Yeah, definitely. It's really like a day-to-day -day practice. And if you, music Music is something that can just make it so much easier. You can do it without music, but music is such a powerful tool to help us. You know, as you say, you come home at the end of the day or you might feel really jangled, you might feel stressed. Just by taking a few conscious breaths while listening to some peaceful music, it can make it so much easier to remember who we are. Yeah, music makes it so much easier to remember who we are. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Thank you so much to your spirit. Same to you. Many blessings. Music is a powerful tool and it does connect us all together as one. You can go without it or you can choose to add a whole nother level of peace and serenity to your day. Let go 
of the stress of the mind. Chill. Allow their music to reach into the depth of your soul. Soothe the stress and return the energy of peace to you. Find their music on all your favorite music streaming services just by Googling David and Steve. And if you're searching for a way to begin your spiritual practice, reach out and schedule a complimentary spiritual makeover call with me. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Tarianne Hyman, to your spirit. Namaste. Namaste.